What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Man Card Podcast. We're very excited you chose to join us on this lovely Monday morning. We like to throw out a quote of the week. This week, Mitchell has you covered. What do you got? Welcome to Fear Factor. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Hit it. All right, and welcome back to the show. Uh, once a Glen, once a Glen, once a Glen. Once I, upon a time. I used to live in Glen on Tech Campus. You know, I don't know where you're going with this. I'm not going anywhere. It's okay. just a little old factoid about my life. But thank you for tuning in once again uh, to Man Card Podcast. Obviously, we like to throw out tongue twisters. You almost got tied up with the quote. Glad you didn't. Cowardly, though, you know, couragely. Coward dog. Courage the cowardly coward. That actually reminds me of a little inside joke Bella and I have. It, I said I misquoted or like said it wrong. It was, uh, it's all down here from Hill, folks. Oh. It was totally messed up. And now anytime we have something like that, we just say that. It's all downhill from here, folks. That's way here harder to hill. say, too. Yeah. It's all downhill from here, folks. Yeah. Nope. Here from Hill. Dang. See, I can't even hill misquote. From here. Yeah. I can't even get it wrong. Anyway, well, that, let's that, move on. I hear something different from that, though, because Evans's brother... His name is Hill. So it's all downhill from here. From here, folks. But it's all down here from Hill, folks. Like, I just Uh, hear his name. almost makes sense. Yeah. So Uh, I'm like, oh, I'm talking about Hill, but you're not. So anyway, but today's episode, I'm sure you got it from the title. Um, If you didn't, uh, we're talking about fears. Hmm. Quote, fear. What are our biggest fears? Obviously, we'll dive into a lot of different topics related to that. But do we just want to be surface level to start off? I mean, we can start it off low and then dive a little deeper. Okay, let's start off. What What is something you're scared of, real quick? Something I'm scared Top of. Top of your head. Top of my head. Gosh, right now. someone um, walked through that door. What I, would you I scream? used I used to be scared of heights when I was younger. Okay, so you're not anymore. Not anymore. I got over that fear, so I'm good with heights. Cool. But so, uh, mine snakes. Yeah, no, I haven't got over it. Okay, Indiana Jones. Yeah, no. Snake, Jeez, snake comes in. My wife or whoever's taking care of that. That is not me. I'm screaming. I'm on top of the thing. I'm like, yeah, no, this is. No. Honey, take the Glock. Yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> it's enough. Spiders. I'm. I can. I can kill a spider. I can. You know, little rodents, cockroaches, whatever. Spiders. Evans is deathly terrified of spiders. He Every hates spiders. Spider, like even like the littlest. No, just, just spiders. He hates spiders. Hmm. I don't know what it is. I've never been as afraid of spiders. The thing that, about snakes to me is like I don't see how they move. They just slither. I don't get it. Oh, they just kind of like I don't get, get it. There. It freaks me out. That is kind of creepy. It's, it's very creepy. What, did you have a bad experience with snakes when you were little? Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I was always. I mean, I've always been scared of snakes. Snakes are just freaking terrifying. But there's one day I was little. I was, I was like fourth grade, third grade, and I was. My friends are little pranksters. My best friend, like I told you, used to bully me. Yeah. And so him and his little brother found a snake and they killed it. And they told me to come down. Hey, hey, well, let's go hang out or whatever. And like they bring me down to the cul-de-sac and like I see a snake and I know exactly what they were doing immediately. I was like, hell no. I oh, no. turn around, book it up the hill, run to my house. The Spencer, Blake's little brother, picks up the dead snake and is chasing me, like running after me. And so I get to my door before, obviously, before uh, his little brother catches up to me. 
but my family has those doors that you type in a code to unlock the door. Oh, no. So I'm sitting there pressing the buttons trying to get in. And, of course, I miss doing it because I'm freaking out, like peeing my pants or whatever. And then right as I get it, Spencer, he's like 10 feet away. He throws it. And it literally nails me in the back of the head right before I get inside my house. And I'll, like, scream oh, and I like, throw man. the door. Like, worse, it, was, it literally freaked me the fuck out. That's crazy. Yeah. I, it was, I can honestly say I've never had um, a bad experience with, with critters like that. That was the most freaky. The worst thing that I had, which was, it wasn't really scary, but it was just kind of odd, is, like, when you have young cats... Like cats bring you gifts, right? Mm. So they'll bring you like dead, um, like birds, or like they'll bring you dead squirrels, or like whatever they catch. This time, my cat was on a stint of bringing like chipmunks that she caught, right? And like some were alive, and and we re-released out, and then some were dead, obviously, because you know, kitty. Mm -hmm. And so one time, I don't know how it happened, but my cat, I think, had brought back. Uh, a chipmunk and my parents had released it or whatever and maybe i think the cat like re-caught it or something because i went to and my mind you my bedroom is upstairs in, in my parents house right and it's like you go up the stairs on the landing and it's like in the far corner and through my bedroom is a small little bathroom that's like so you have to go through a door through another door and then you get into my bathroom i go to like lift up the lid or actually at this point i didn't have a lid on my toilet but i went to go use the toilet and i look into it and i thought there was a turd but no it's a dead chipmunk in my toilet how the hell did that chipmunk get there like did it did it try to get away jump in the toilet and then die yeah suicide right or did it or did the cat like catch it come upstairs and drop it off in the toilet as like a hey here's a gift for you sir yeah have you seen the uh pictures like there's a there's the same thing with snakes like the snake will crawl through the whatever pipes and like be in your toilet i've seen that that freaks me out imagine one of those sitting down taking a crap family jewels yeah oh i didn't even think about that yeah. oh my gosh we got little little special bits hanging yeah, down no there <laughs> we got food dangling we got to protect that yeah, no kidding. and they look like eggs yep dude oh, um, oh no. man Can man you, could you could you imagine Nah, dude. No way. There's no. Nope. Move on. Move on. All right. Um, okay. Newfound fear. Newfound yeah. fear. Okay. So I'll I'll be the first to go a little bit deeper. Um, I might have mentioned this on another episode. If not, this is a great place to mention it because I have an irrational fear of people in character costumes. What? So like Mickey Mouse. So y'all are never doing any type of you know. Uh dress up you know a little kinky whatever you're not oh, get, you're not I'm getting not a, dressed up you're saying i'm not a furry yeah you, you ain't doing none of that no definitely <laughs> not i just I don't just, yeah, y'all get dressed up heli walks in you <laughs> oh my gosh no but like for real like i just really hate the idea and also they don't talk to you and like people people in character so like um cinderella or like um, oh, Aladdin. even something that simple? No, no, no. Appreciate those are fine. Okay. Okay. Those okay. are fine okay. because I can. They talk to you, and they're like in character. Obviously, I can. I can put put eyes on their eyes. Kind of. I can see their soul. But these freaking characters with their heads on their costume, they're soulless creatures, and they do not talk to you. So Buzz freaks you out. All of them. All of them. Really? It's freaky to me. I don't know. It irks me. I'm pro- I'm probably better now because being Mike Man. 
I got to know obviously all the buzzes at tech really well. And obviously buzz is a character that can't talk. And so, you know, before then I was kind of eked a little bit by buzz, but then, you know, after that, you know, getting to know them, obviously I'm like, okay, I know the sitch here. I know what buzz is all about. I'm a little bit better with that in general. And I'm sure that translates a little bit more to just general characters. But yes, I do admittedly have an irrational fear of characters and costume. Yes. I don't know what it is. I was, when I was little, I had the same thing, but I was scared of like, have you, you've been to Chuck E. Cheese, right? Yeah, for sure. So of course when Chucky comes out and they like turn off the lights and all the lights go low and Chucky's coming out, I would bolt to my mom. Like really, I didn't care what game I was playing. I was like, boom, I did not want to see that thing. That thing freaked me out. I would really dive into my mom's arms. I'd be like, nah, I'm like, tell me when it's gone. That's hilarious. I hated that thing. I, I don't ever think I was in Chuck E. Cheese when there was like a big like, oh, it's Chuck E. Here's the mm-hmm. big reveal. Um, so I don't think I ever had that experience, but I love Chuck E. Cheese. I love Chuck E. Cheese. So fun. The pizza was actually really, really good. Really good. My parents hated it. They were like, it's disgusting. I loved it. Did you see the theory online that they recycle pizza? Yep. Yeah, I did. So Bella, I, I think, or was it you or Bella that did like a, maybe it was Bella. Someone told me that they did like a whole paper on that. I did not do a paper. Okay, so maybe it was her. I I did watch a ton of YouTube videos about it, of people like deep diving into it and whatnot. I thought, here's my thing, is like I fully believed it for like five minutes. And then I did some more research and I'm like, I bet you if it did happen, it might have happened maybe once or twice. But it's a chain. And, And like there's too much product quality control and the pizzas aren't even like real, right? They're like shipped in. Yeah. So, so like I, I have such a strong inkling to believe that like there's no way they could recycle that stuff. No, I agree. Uh, uh, I mean, well, I'm like, just, what if, if corporate, you're worried about that, just go later in the day because then all the recycled ones are used first. So, yeah, right. You know. I mean, like, what if corporate stopped by that day? Corporate Chuck E. Cheese. What does that even look like? Yeah. Ha ha. Yeah. That was Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. I'm coming in to check your store. Um, but yeah, so I just, I never really bought into that, but that's another fear too, that people have of like people messing with their food and like, I mean, we literally on a day to day basis go out and trust random ass people in establishments across the country to handle our food and deliver it to us, trusting that they didn't do anything to it. Yeah. And we pay them for it. Yeah. Thankfully, I've worked in a restaurant where I don't think I, any of our cooks would do such a thing ever. Even how, no matter how ticked off they were. They I mean, what about you? You're a server. Like, so, like, you didn't make the food, but, like, oh, F these people. So, I'm going to spit in their cocktail. You know cocktail. what? I feel like there would be servers that would do it rather than cooks. Because they're a little dis- they're disassociated they're getting, from yep, the food. And they're getting pissed off at the customers. Yeah. I, I mean. Maybe, uh, I think cooks maybe have that, too. Like, I'm invested too much in this food. Exactly. Kind of thing. Where servers, I, I mean, I mean, I've, I've seen servers do things like I'm like, eh, I don't do that. Like, you know, just straight up, gra- like, grab things with their hands, like food, to like put in, like, right, you know, or like, you know, lemons. They'll go in instead of using tongs to put a lemon in the water. They will just grab it and put it on. It's like, ah, yeah, right. Because ah, so like the servers yeah. are going around all the tables, yes, consistently. So I mean, but yeah, I see it being servers. Like, if anyone's gonna spin food, I think it's gonna be a server, not a cook. Yeah, per se. Um, you mentioned irrational fear because you're still, I mean, oh, it no. is irrational. I did, I, I did step deep. Are you, I have are a, you about to go deep? I have one that's, it's not necessarily a fear. Like I'm scared of it. I just, it bothers me and it's more so breathing someone else's air. And it's like, 
how do you make out with people? <laughs> it, it's yeah. So like that, that, that the worst is like when you're laying with somebody like, okay, like you're girlfriend lay, laying with somebody. Yeah. And you're laying close and like, let's just say like you're trying to sleep and like, let's just say you're facing each other. Like my, my nose needs to be higher than hers because like, I don't want the air coming out of her nose going into where like I'm breathing in. That is some faulty COVID logic. It, it that really I've is ever like seen. literally. Okay. So Bella, Every once in a while, like I'm sleeping and she'll be like, I'll look in like the weirdest position. She's like, why is your chin so far up? It's like literally because of that. Like I'm literally like sleeping her head's don't, here. And don't then like, worry about it, babe. I'm like this. I'm like, cause I don't, <laughs> I don't want to like, it's just weird. It's like, oh. I just don't, for whatever reason, someone told me back in the day, if you breathe in too much carbon dioxide, which you know, you breathe out carbon dioxide, whatever yep. uh-huh. you could die. And so like I, that always stuck with me. That I was always freaked out that that would happen. Then why do we have people breathe into a paper bag to that, calm down? That's, I never did that, though. Really? They, uh, they, I did that a couple of times. My uh, parents said, oh, that's just on cartoons. You're not really supposed to do that or whatever. What? No, that's like, I think yeah. that's a medical legitness. I, I believe it. I just, I didn't believe it at the time. I just, it, it still bothers me, though. I don't <laughs> like it. Even your own air. No, even my own air. Masks took me forever to like get used to. Like, that's crazy. Air and breathing it in like, freaked me out. I mean, I just didn't like them because it made my face hot. That too. Like my face would be like blood red, like right here for no reason. Plus I sweat a lot, like just in general, like I'll drink water and sweat. Like it doesn't make any sense. Um, that's also like kind of just a weird factoid about me. This is just no factoid episode that you did not need to know. No, we're just getting into it. So since you mentioned breathing air as the same person, obviously making out, obviously like cuddling with somebody. I do want to ask you a question that I've been meaning to ask for a while because I know you mentioned it on a previous podcast, which, and this is not in my notes. I just thought of this right now. Here we go. I like this. So not to put you on the hot seat, but I know previously on, on episodes, you mentioned that like, and we both agreed about this, um, uh, PDA where like, I hate it. Like it's awkward. It's weird. We're both out in public. It's like, I don't want people watching me canoodling all up on somebody. You and Bella. I'm putting you on the hot seat right now. Do you think I'm, I I do PTA? I think you dude. I think you do more than you think. Really? I think you do. Okay. So here's the, okay. Because maybe, maybe it is it, is it on what level? you think PDA is. Okay. So what do you constitute as PDA? Making out and like straight up like showing tongue or like literally grabbing butt and just being like, all, like things you should not like okay. let other people see. I'm very, I, I'll admit I'm a very touchy person. I like, you know, I'll hold hands. I'll like, yeah, whatever. She can put her legs on my leg. Like we're sitting next to each other. Sure. Things like that. And like, I'm cool with people like kiss in front of me, just like, like a peck or whatever, but like make out like a passionate kiss. I'm like, yo, you need like, okay, not do that. Like, do not be straight up grabbing my butt in public unless you're doing gotcha. it. Like as you know, you, we turn a corner in the store and you like smack or whatever. And like, no one's around. It's like, ha ha. Like a little <laughs> playful banter. Gotcha. <laughs> but like, if you don't grope me and sit there and make out with me like while we're standing in line at Publix, like, okay. That, gotcha. That's what I, that's mine. I mean, maybe you have a different, like maybe well, no. it's like, I think I thought, I know when we had talked about it before, I thought we had like come to an agreement, not like I'm holding you accountable yeah, no, about PDA or anything, but like, I, I thought we had discussed at least from what I understood that like, uh, like being like really up and, and physical with somebody and like all up in their space in front of people. I thought that was like, you were oh. like, no. Oh no, no, like none mine, of that. No, because like, because she like more power to you guys. Like she gets all up on you, and like that's just a very physical relationship. Yeah, and that's kind of how you guys. That's how you guys roll. Yeah, I mean, if we're 
You can tell me to pipe it down a little I'm bit. I'm not telling you to do anything. <laughs> I just am simply noticing things in the world. You're like, Mitchell, you, you lying sack of shit. No, I just thought it was funny because from my... So it's the same thing that I mentioned a couple episodes or this last episode with... Um, last week's episode with Evans. I was like, my perspective when I was telling you guys to get to the wedding house, I was like, you guys are all idiots because I gave you the right address. And then from y'all's perspective, you're like, no, is no, an idiot, an idiot you gave because us you gave wrong, us the wrong address. I almost went down a golf course. Yes. Like drive. Exactly. Yeah. And so like that's that's kind of like the perspective miss. I'm just, I don't know why I'm doing that motion. Just, <laughs> don't Look, we're on YouTube, but don't watch that part of the episode. Um, so I was just like, I, I'm much more conservative relationship wise, yeah. I think, than you are when it comes to that kind of stuff. Honestly, I think, okay, so it might be more so the fact that, like, I went through something with a past ex that, like, it was, like, borderline, like, w- like we could get in deep crap. Oh, I know. I know what you're talking about. Like, like literally, like, we were in a movie theater. Oh, is that what you're talking, thinking about? Oh, no. I, no. Put, it, put it on basically, Put yourself story, on blast, Basically, long dude. story short, I hate, like, I hated going to the movies with her with this specific person because like I would want to see the movie and then she'd like start kissing me and making out. And then like, she started getting feely. I'm like, yo, like people, there's people two seats down. There's people behind us. Like she would like, if I would have been into it, like she straight up would have like, just let everything like just go. Like we would shoot. Yeah. And I was like, that freaked me out. Like I was Talk about fears, dude, is like you getting caught. That scared the crap out of me. And I, I was like, this is more than just PDA. Like this is over the top. This is what I hate about. Like people that do what we're doing. I hate, and you're, you're like making me do this. I was like, nah. You're nah. making me uncomfortable. Plus, this movie's interesting as hell. Exactly. Like, we went to see like Fast and Furious or something. Get out like, of here. Let me watch it. Let me watch this. Do you take yeah. all of your girlfriends to go see Fast and Furious? Maybe. <laughs> also, just so y'all know, Fast and Furious 9, spoiler alert, it sucks. And I'm a huge fan. Damn. Yeah. I'm such a big fan of the franchise. Not because they're good movies. But because yeah. it's just they build it's up. It's like, how yeah. shitty can these get? Oh, it gets bad. So it gets bad. Okay, because Fate of the Furious was great. not good. Oh. Fa- the, fa- with the, the eighth one? Driving on the sub on, with the ice of the submarine? Okay, obviously that's ridiculous, but like the storyline okay, okay. and the action all went flowed. This one maybe, was so like action, action, yeah. action, action, action. Like family action. Maybe maybe I mean how crazy can it get? Oh, it gets nuts. In this. Okay. Like the, it, well, then that's, ri- that's ridiculous. I won't ruin it for you. Because like, what was it? I think it, was, it wasn't Fate. I think it was like Fast Furious 7 mm-hmm. and where like... Vin Diesel like jumped from his car across an interstate highway. Div- I was like, that is bullshit. There's no way I can suspend disbelief, but like, there's no way any human could possibly or would ever do that. I think it's the same as number in that same movie. They have the uh, um, parking garage fight, and all of a sudden, the crack and he stomps. He literally stomps <laughs> on the parking garage and it collapses. Like, that's the kind of stuff I'm like, yo, that's too much. Like, come on, that's like, just stupid. Keep, keep it grounded in reality. Cause, like, like think, at least think have of the your rock roots. do that scene. Or the rock. Okay, yeah, I could see that. But, like, think of where you came from. You came from literally, like, cars just racing on the street. Like, that. that's your origin. And just, like, shooting the bird to the cops, right? Because the cops exactly. were yeah, you're, being yeah. too, you know, crack down too hard on like their street driving it's like screw you we're gonna do it anyway eh. yeah like that's where you came from that's where the franchise was born from i get it like make it a little bit more fanciful i get it stretch the reality a little bit but give me a break man you're not putting down parking garages in your spare time <laughs> one stop 
Hulk smash. Get out of here, dude. Also, oh, well, the, it gets crazier in this one. I'm okay. telling you. It's all right. ridiculous. I'm still going to see it. Yeah, I you still, should. I still want to rewatch all of them. Maybe you and I can say, screw the ladies, and we'll get together, and sure. we'll have a date night and watch them all. I'm cool with that. Dude, it's I, a long day. I'll bring the popcorn. That's fine. Bring if you if you bring the snuggles. You know I got them. I, I see I, what I you're giving out I, to Bella. I, I want I got, some of that. I got them in my back pocket. I'm always prepared. <laughs> Okay, let's move on from me roasting you and putting you on the hot seat. Um, so fears. Obviously, we've touched a little bit about that in your stories. Um, one question I wanted to ask, obviously, we've gone into a little bit of a, our fears, but what fears do you think that our dads have just in general? Because and then we can dive in a little deeper, but like, what fears do you think your dad has that are either maybe like unique to him or like that you've noticed? Um, so it kind of stems like what I was talking about earlier is like, you kind of feel like your dad's a superhero when you're little, like nothing, like True. nothing can happen. He's not scared of anything. Then you get older and you're like, okay, this is a human being. Like he, obviously he has fears and anxiety. Um, like little things that I didn't realize my dad was kind of like nervous about was like, my dad's a great talker. He talks to like everybody. Sure. But like he recently got into real estate or a while it's back. It's free real estate. Huh? Have you not seen that meme? It's free real estate. It's fair. It's free real estate. Well, I've not seen that meme. Oh my god! Gosh, man, I need to catch up with these references. The amount dude, of times like, there's disconnect there because I just don't. Dude, that one's old, dude. Really? Yeah, a little bit. I'll I'll catch you up. Don't worry about it. Um, but he got his real estate license, and then he realized that he, I mean, clients don't just come to you. You got to do cold calls. Yeah, right. You got to go up to front doors. You got to knock on them, and he's like, that just freaks me out too much. Like I'm just. I, I'd rather not do that. It puts me outside of my comfort zone. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. And I, here, I thought I was like, hmm. my dad is like the most social person. I was like, this is a great job for him. Yeah, he, right. talks, he talks ears off people. Huh. But he doesn't like the idea of cold calling and going up to doors. I be, you know, I know what it is. And so, selling. So this was broken for me because I did. I literally one of my internships was like cold calling. That's pretty much what I did the whole summer. I made like over four thousand cold calls. And like phone phobia, I'll tell you, if you ever want to break phone phobia, because I know our generation just does not like to call people, get a cold call job, dude. You will get over that so freaking fast. And you'll and you'll have to, you have to be good on the phone. And so like I had this position. And so I know on the receiving end of sales, call, and this really wasn't a sales call. We were calling doctors for like locum tenens. If you know what that is, great. I don't need to go into it. It doesn't really matter. I was calling on these doctors, providers, right, to pair them with hospitals or, you know, service facilities that needed extra coverage. So it's kind of a marriage thing. So we got half of us calling the, the hospitals, half of us calling providers, trying to mar- marry them together. Arrange marriage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, over that summer, you know, you basically like begin to break from your original mindset about like what cold calling is. Because, like, originally you think about it, like, and this is where I would assume your dad is, like, has this fear is, like, like, I hate getting cold calls. I hate being on the receiving end of the sales guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this guy is calling me, wanting me to sell my house, sell me a house, get me to buy property, whatever. And then it's, like, timeshare, timeshare. It's, like, all these, like, trigger words get people going. We're calling you to talk about your car's extended warranty. Extended warranty. Somehow they find you. Get out of here. Get out of here. I don't have a warranty on my car. Go away. You do. I don't. Um, Because you got a new car. Because you're a fancy boy. My baby. Your baby. Did you name it yet? Char. Char? So, like, it's a charcoal color. 
So obviously if you spell charco, it's C-H-A-R or whatever. Yeah. And then I just condensed it. And so instead of like calling it char, which it just sounds dumb, it's char. Char. C-H-A-R. Okay. It's a charcoal color. I like like, that. Yeah. Little creative Bella kind of came up, helped me with it. So oh, you know. she's she's got kind of the brains, yeah, you know, and the beauty. And yeah. well, you know, you've got kind of the sexy chiseled bod. But sure, I got to mention it every show. I got the podcast. That's it. <laughs> I got the podcast. Hey, she comes on here, dude. Her yeah, her exactly. episodes get like hella views. That, see, I don't even have the podcast. See, there you go. I don't have anything. Yeah, well, I don't either. She, you know what? Let's just let the ladies take this over. Turn this into a woman card podcast. Woman card, because uh, that's not a thing. Call me mommy. Call me mommy. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's where I would think your dad kind of has that fear of like being on the on the receiving that's and he hates where it. it. Comes from. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's you like don't that awkwardness. expect it though, because he talks yeah. doesn't shut up. Sometimes. Really? Yeah. Dude, I, I can't wait to meet this guy. Yeah. He'll he'll uh, well the other thing is is like Why'd you just look away like you don't want me to meet him? Oh, because I felt a bump in my arms. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I guess yeah, you can no, meet sure. him. Whatever, man. Um mm. But no, like if he's comfortable, he will talk your ear off. If he's not comfortable, he will like just be on his phone. Okay. So like I'm sure if he meets you, you talk to, I mean, you're a talkative guy. So like you'll just. Fairly. You'll get pissed because you'll be like, yo, dude, like quit talking to me about aliens. Like, dude, aliens, bro. He loves that stuff. Dude, that's, that's he, he, some he interesting totally stuff. Be, yep, it is. I do you believe it? Do you have a fear of the extraterrestrial? I don't have a fear of it. It's just if everything, the thing is, I'm very skeptical. If everything is true about the infinite universe and there's like millions and millions and billions of planets, then I think absolutely. That, I mean, like, it has to be something else living out there. It has to be. That's my that's but, my logic. But biblically, like, it says that there's not. And then it's like, you know, what if you know there isn't? It isn't infinite. What if we haven't actually been to? the moon or what if we you know, haven't been as far out in space as people yeah, say screw you neil yeah. armstrong what if it's a flat earth you know and it's just lights up there then yeah, the it's like you know what is it's like rat people or yeah, whatever it is a simulation elon was right you know what that always creeps me out because there's there are times i've actually had a lot of experiences lately i don't know if you you get this happen at all but i like i get these hyper realistic moments like every once in a while where I like really realize that I'm talking to somebody and I'm like, I'm listening to myself talk to somebody about something and I'm like, wow, they're a human and I'm saying words and like, it just like, I start to break it down mentally and then I have to like, Oh wait, hold on. I'm saying a sentence. Like, let me just finish. I do that with like, just myself. Like you think you are like, your own person. You can't be anybody else. Everything is through your own lens. Like I'm looking at you right now. Like, this is my life. I can't be you. I can't see things through you. Like, I, yeah. like I don't even see my face right now. I'm just visually seeing like, it's a sexy one. I'll tell you that. Oh, great. <laughs> there it is. And you just break it down. That used to freak me out when I was little. I used to like get goosebumps thinking like, I literally, I can't be anybody else. Like this is like it, like this. Yeah. Is, this is it, it's dude. Weird. It's just weird. This is it. Well, we will catch you on the other side of this uh, intermission or around here we like to call it the man card halftime show episode within an episode we will see you right after this what's up everybody and welcome to the man card podcast episode within the main episode this is your halftime show joining me as usual is mitchell peters uh, and our halftime topic of the day is 
Boogers. Okay, boogers. boogers. Okay, that's a great one. Mm. Like the amount of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, okay, here's There's a, a fear right there. Here's a booger talking to somebody. Yeah, it's just like hanging out, but they can't say anything because they don't want to embarrass you. But then if you have a booger, do would you want somebody to say something you to you? want to know something disgusting? What? If I have one, Bella literally just grabs it and it's like, like what are you doing? Like, she she doesn't care. She gets in my personal space. She's I, like, I don't care. I wish Ellie would like come up to me and pop my pimples more. Really? You know, like, and, oh, Bella and loves that. that too. I it hurts like crazy. I love it. Like, I love popping pimples. And so, like, Ellie's not on board of me popping her pimples, and she's not on board with popping my pimples. I mean, she is when like she, there's a juicy back one or something. She's like, I gotta get that, and I'm like, I gotta see that shit. Where's the closest <laughs> mirror? Um, but like, do you? Okay, so I have this quote. It's maybe not a quote. It's like a saying from Evans's dad. What's up, Joe? And and he said. There's one thing I strive to do in life, and that is pull up to a red light and not pick my nose. <laughs> and not pick my nose? Yeah, because tell me you don't roll up to red lights and go, like, check to make sure nobody's, like, right next to you looking in your window and go, like... You know, I actually, like, do that first, and then I'm like, oh, crap. Then I check. I'm like, please, no one saw it. And if Dude, someone saw it, I'm like, I'm running this red light. There's there's a whole Seinfeld episode on on that exact thing which is like you come up to red light pick your nose but then the person that jerry was seeing is like in the car next to him and she looks over but he was actually just rubbing his nose but from her angle it, it looks looked like he's like straight he's, up he's picking his brain out deep in there yeah. and so he's like no, no no i was just i was just itching and she's like yeah right and like Getting breaks deep. up with him oh you know what else people should get deep into you know what yeah what what should it they says, do? besides our nose our sponsor our sponsor for the episode. you should get deep, deep. in there Mancarpodcast.com. com. It's as simple as that. It's our sponsor every single week uh, because we aren't funded by anything else. But ourselves. But ourselves you in know, our I, spare time. I, I think our uh, viewers are saying, that, like, oh, I thought this was going to be a halftime show. They got disappointed. But we brought it back. We brought it back. And we do have a sponsor. Mancarpodcast.com. And we'll send you right back to the main episode. Welcome back to the main episode. I hope you enjoyed our mini episode of picking our nose and getting deep into our sponsor. Do you, I hope it was great. We're back to talk phrasing. about fears, which reminds me, the, you know, a fear that I have now that I'll ever have to do a halftime show by myself again like I did two weeks ago. Yep. Yep, that's true. So appreciate that one for instilling that in my head. You were so nervous, too. While you watched me. I did. Pretended, I want- oh, let me go turn off the air. Boom. Watched. Yep. I just wanted to see what you would do. I think I have a weird thing for watching people in awkward situations. Like, um, I have the opposite. Really? I hate watching prank videos where it's like really cringy. Like, oh, cringy. Dude. Like, I'm like, uh, uh, turn in, off. Impractical jokers? I can do those. Those aren't, okay. those aren't that bad. But like, people that go up and like try to get girls' phone numbers by like the weirdest way. Okay. I'm like, oh, that's no. kind of cringy though. Yes, that's what I'm saying. But like, those are, those are like the, the Cody Co reacts and they're like, that's cringe. Like this guy's out on the streets, like just randomly asking people like, Hey, uh, you're drunk and outside of a bar. Let me just talk to you and put a camera in your face. Yep. Exactly. Like, it's just kind of cringy. Uh huh. But anyway, so that's, that's a good fear. One fear we did mention in between like the halftime show in this part was, um, I am trying to lose a little bit of fat around the midriff area. Mitchell, obviously, he's got that department covered, but we don't have to talk about it too much. I would love to, you know, get back there. I used to have abs. I used to have that chiseled jawline, and I've kind of softened up a little bit over the years. Granted, gotten stronger, um, but softened up nevertheless. And so I want to get it back a little bit. 
And we had mentioned that Ellie was like, I'll, I'll reach into the, the peanut M&M jar or whatever. And she's like, hey, I thought you were trying to lose a little bit of fat. And, you know, I'll go, you're right. I did say that. Mm-hmm. And then proceed to eat the M&Ms mm-hmm. anyway. Um, and then you said, oh, well, then flip those rolls. That's one of my biggest fears. Yeah, yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Oh, I'm scared to even bring up like to. Okay, so. I mean, obviously, it's an unwritten rule. You don't ask a woman what her weight is, or you never bring up weight in nope. period or her but, age. But no matter what, my sister, whether it's my sister, my mom, my girlfriend, whoever, like if they come up and they're, hey, I want you like, because obviously I'm in. Okay, obviously you're going to say something about it, but obviously I'm into fitness, so and I go to the gym all the time. So like they come, like girls will come up to me that are like close to me and be like, hey, like. I want to lose some weight. Like, will you hold me accountable? Like, will you tell me, like, don't eat this or like, whatever? And I'm like, yeah, I can do that. But then, like, later on, they, like, kind of, like, get down on themselves. Like, oh, I feel really fat or whatever. Do you think I'm fat? And it's like, no, I See, don't. It's, but it's, it's like. a trick question. It, that, but then also it's like, if I'm ever eating something bad, don't, like, hit it out of my hand. Don't tell me to eat it. And so, like, I see someone, like, my sister go to eat, like, a cookie. And I'm like. Now, do you really need that? And then she like gets pissed. I'm like, <laughs> you slap it out of her hand, and then you it's eat like, it. <laughs> like, like, I, I don't know what I did wrong. I definitely wouldn't like around people that could easily leave my life. I could easily, I guess, I could say to my sister, like, do you really need that cookie? Whereas, like, yeah, you know, someone that's not you know permanent in my life, they'd be like, you know, fuck you, I'm out. That's always been perplexing to me because like girls, and this is just like a kind of like relationship dynamics, but like. Girls, when they're dating, have preferences, right? I want a guy that's six feet tall. Or I want a guy that, you know, is built, chiseled, has nice six-pack, whatever. They've got these lists. Build a bear. Build a boyfriend. Build a bitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. So you've got this list. Flip it around. Guys are like, I want a girl who... I'll take what I can get. Right. So, like, you know, that's kind of what it comes that's down to. That's not what we mean, though. Like, yeah. We, so we don't like, actually mean that. So, like, let's, let's make a theoretical list for guys. So I want a girl who's you know, shorter than me. I want a girl who, you know, isn't too heavy. Yes, that's fair. Yeah. You know, I okay. want a girl who is, you know, can stand on her own and isn't going to be, you know, clingy rel- or needy, clingy or, yeah, needy yeah, yeah, or yeah. reliant on all of my money. Someone has this shit together. You right. Know, like career or like, you know, just is, is self-efficient. Exactly. Or, and isn't going to be like, you know, bug in too hard on my relationships with my guys, respects that kind of space. Good with your family. Respectful. Sure. So it's like we have we have a list of in theory. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, of course, we don't have a list actually, ladies, um, or he doesn't. And because I got one, I got a woman. Right. I got her freaking locked down. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't have anything secured. It's just it's like temporary. It's like here, here's your uh, free subscription. Yeah, you got to pay for it to be permanent. You know, exactly. And so like, girls have the preferences, and that's totally fine. That's fine. But then when a guy has a preference, ooh. God forbid. And that's a big fear, I think, in, in guys when they're dating or, you know, and something comes up and they're like, that's a red flag for me. Like, I don't want to do that. How do you, like, you can't say that that's yeah. the reason. You know what I mean? Like, you can't verbalize that. Like, hey, this is the reason why, you know, us isn't going to work out for me yeah. or whatever. Girls are like, no shame. He was too short. He was, or yeah. whatever. They'll, yeah. They'll straight up say it and they'll dump, like, dump you for it. Me, personally, I just see it as, as I've been dating, I feel like, oh God, this is going to be shitty to say about exes, but like, I feel like I'm upgrading. Honestly, I really do. I don't look at it as something like, and it doesn't have to be necessarily physical. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you know, this girl is just, you know, so much stronger or, you know, this girl has this color hair compared to whatever. It's more so like, I just want, 
I, I want to just keep getting like in better relationships with people that fit more so the needs and not needs the specifications that I, I want yeah. mentally. I won't say it out loud. I won't be like, Oh, I want a girl that's this height. Exactly. You know, runs this fast or whatever. Right. Like, she like, has to be a track star. But in the back of the mind, I'm keeping that in mind. And I'm thinking when, as I go on dates or I date somebody, like I go on a date, like I, you do the interview right? and you see what they're like. It's like, wow, you fit way more things in my list of what I want and things I didn't expect that I like. Let's give this a try and like yeah. keep upgrading from there. And I think, I think it really comes down to like, and of course this is the original idea of dating and like overcoming that original fear of, you know, dating people is like learning more, not only about them, but also about yourself. And so that's what that is. And so like, really what you're saying is like, I'm, I'm up, I'm only finding upgrading, you know, the theory of people or the people that I'm dating because I'm upgrading my understanding of what I like and need in a partner. Exactly. Right. Yep. And so, and of course, you know, God forbid we mention any of those things that we're looking for in a partner. Granted, I found the perfect one for me, which is amazing. But like, why is that such a negative, negative stereotype? I think it's so funny too, because it's like, you're so scared to say it, but at the same time, it's like, well, you're doing the same thing. It's what you're attractive to. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's just, it's how 2021 is. I mean, it's a double standard to an extent. It, it both of them have it but we can't be vocal about it necessarily in, in my opinion i think like if we are vocal yeah. about it we are going to get ridiculed but that's okay i mean there there's double standards all in the world and i think i think Absolutely. i think the double standard you know of course we always say like oh that's a you're a hypocrite that's you know you're not oh man i'm a hypocrite 100%. you're not saying the same thing but I, I think it really comes down to it's like we're all learning you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so like especially like growing up like and this was another question that i had about fears was like where did, where did your fears kind of come from? Like for me, like my rational fear is like, I don't even know where that came from. That's just like, it just kind of is. And you kind of have to work, you know, you work with it. Yeah. And so it's like kind of what you have. So is there, so let's get a little bit deeper. Okay. Right. So I know we had, I stepped a little deeper. You stepped a little deeper. Do you have any other fears in your life? Maybe for the future that you want to talk about? That's, that's actually my, my biggest fear. And of course we talked about it a lot on the podcast that I'm big into money, I guess, or like worried about it. Big daddy Warbucks vibes over here. (laughs) But the biggest thing that I'm scared of is I just see, I've experienced a lot of, you know, fights, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety with money in, you know, various situations where I don't want to be, I want to minimize those. I don't want to put stress on my family or friends or whatever for any type of financial reasons. Sure. for me, it was like we talked about how I went to tech, not necessarily because, you know, I just want to go to tech so badly, but I, it was the smartest decision for my career and yeah, financially where I just, I worry about, I want to put myself in a position, not just to be comfortable, but like, I want to make sure like, I don't ever have to sit there and be like, Oh, do I have enough money for this or that? Or like if my kid sure. needs a surgery or if my wife, you know, needs, wants to go out and you know start a business or something that she's or passionate like about. wants like, bigger tits or yeah, like exactly, whatever. Exactly. You know, I mean, that's an investment on both for both of us. You know, I, we appreciate them both. Welcome to Man Card Podcast. <laughs> but like that, that freaks me out the most is like, I want personally, I just want the financial freedom plus some. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And it freaks me out that like, I wouldn't get there. That I'd be, you know, stressed. Well, from my perspective, you're, you've pretty much made it there. I mean, the only thing preventing you is like just getting going in your job. I mean, that's literally it. You know what I mean? Like you're starting your career 
And I think I think a lot of those fears for you will at least subside very soon. For me, on the other side, I'm kind of torn between. I, I was going to bring this up on another show, but I'm torn between this concept here, which is, you know, and my dad mentions this to me all the time, which is liking what you do and loving what you do. And it's kind of the differentiation between, you know, finding a means to an end or finding, well, this is what I want to do till the end. Yeah. Right. And so it's like I'm super torn between those because like. You know, I always use this as an example, but like I could totally just draw like, like really lo-fi pictures of dicks on the wall all day. Put all my energy into that and be the best lo-fi dick drawer ever, mm-hmm. right? But that's not going to bring me success, mm-hmm. right? And but I could love it. I could love it, but it's not going to be successful, right? And so, but I could, you know, I'd love it. I love doing it. On the other side. I could do something that's a mean to an end. I like it. It's okay. Gives me some of that bacon, right? Mm-hmm. To make my life kind of, you know, push forward and, you know, I can live somewhere. Yeah. But it's like, I don't love doing it. Of course. You know what I mean? So it's just, it just tears you every single day. And at least me. If you, if you had to pick a dream job, like something you, you would love to do that would make you happy and, you know, still feel successful and doesn't have to be money based by any means. Cause I, I struggle with thinking about things. What was your dream job be? Okay, so here's one. So I, I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, but we just finished watching on Disney Plus, um, not sponsored. Um, it, it's the their Imagineering. Oh, that's right. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Right. And so one of the one of the rides that they're updating now, and they've they've done a lot to, is their Jungle Cruise ride in the Magic Kingdom. And basically, what the ride is is you get onto this boat. It's a water ride, and the water's tracked under the water. Right. And so there's a there's a pilot to each boat, a pilot, a, a captain to mm-hmm. each boat, and it looks like they're pretending to steer the boat, and they have like a script, you know, kind of, that basically they take you through this jungle cruise, and they're quipping about you know the jungle cruise itself and like people who died on the cruise or whatever, and then obviously they're riffing with the people in the boat, and to me that just sounds like I could do that day in and day out. Hundreds of thousands of people coming on to my boat, and I'm piling it through this jungle cruise, having the best freaking time, making these people laugh, making these people smile. I'm having a good time. Like that would just like be so fulfilling to me. So that right there, being a captain on one of the jungle cruise boats. That's a great. That's a great. That's a great job. Done. It's very specific too. And it's you know minimum wage job. Yeah. Done. I, that's all I need. Millionaire based off that, but no, you'd be you'd enjoy it, and you yeah. Because there's stories like, uh, I can't remember, it might have been Cody Ko. I watch, watch a lot of Cody Ko. Um, but it might have been him where he was diving into like these people that had like kind of menial jobs, right? One of them is like uh, uh, basically a cashier in one of the amusement park gift shops at Disney World. And, you know, of course you get paid like minimum wage or whatever, but she loved it. She loved it. And she was just upset she wasn't making enough money and so it was kind of this like rip it it actually sounds less like Cody the more I'm describing it I can't remember where I watched it yeah I feel like that's too serious that's too serious for him but he was like or this lady was going on about like man I wish I made more money you know being in this job but it's like but that's it that's the definition of like you're torn between I'm you're you this lady's doing what she loves to do every single day and and she's being torn with the but it's not paying the bills very well. Yeah. You know? And so that's my thing is like, I could, you know, once again, I could go draw dicks on a wall, but it's like, 
that's not going to pay the bills. I think it's a whole spectrum. I think it's a matter of finding that middle that you can tolerate, that you can enjoy and yeah. be content with in life. I think that's where I'm at now is like software engineering. I like it. Don't absolutely love it. It's going to pay. It's going to satisfy more so my, you know, monetary needs. Is that the right word? Yeah. Monetary money. Okay. Your money needs. Yeah, there we go. See, yeah. Up in my third. We're Killing fourth, it, fourth grade reading level now. Hey, you took that SAT. <clears throat> I'm telling you, man. Killing it. But like, that's where I'm at. It's like, I don't love coding. I mean, if I had my dream job, my dream job would be a, I, I do love computers. So like I'd teach like a computer class at a high school and be a basketball coach, a high school basketball coach. Dude, that's, that's my dream sick, job. That's, that's what I would love to do. I would think that would be like, I'd be happy every day doing that. You know what I feel like right now? And this is like, I, this is this conversation is making my heart really full because this reminds me back. I mean, just like, like meant close your third eye for a second and like, think back to when, like you were in elementary school and you had that great elementary school teacher and right. And she was like, or he, and, and they were like, Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know? And, and you're like, I want to be a, I want to be a police officer. Uh I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a dancer or whatever these little kids are saying. It's like, it's so true. It's pure. And so like, that's kind of what like, like you want to be a basketball coach and still life into young men and teach them how to play a sport that you care a lot about and yeah. le- and learn people good to code learn people good to code that's right there people I, I think that would be the, that would be the best job I, I, ultimately whereas you have the whole the, like voting that's the whole kid thing too that is literally like making kids like they think everything's like real and magical and like that's yes. enlightening that that it's, is making it's it it's w- building a world for other people to live inside and you have of. the personality for it like you're exciting like I the like energy that. you would have <laughs> I'm, I'm an excited person I get excited about whatever I do every single day um, you know granted does life knock you down a little bit sometimes yeah and I definitely have a fear of like getting worn down by life and that's for me like because you talked about your fear for the future. My fear for the future is is the future me getting worn down so hard that I just Didn't like... Burn out. I just can't move on anymore. Like, I just can't go forward and be positive every day and, like, have energy and have fun doing things that I do. And, like, getting too serious about life. Because I'll catch myself sometimes, like, being way too damn serious about things. And I'm like, you need to chuckle it up and have some fun because... The most fun I have on a day-to-day basis in, in the work that I do, you know, be it, is it my dream job? No, absolutely not. But the most fun I have is when I'm being, having just a genuine good time, right? Mm-hmm. I'm with people. I'm riffing with some of the associates at the store, some of my coworkers. That I'm, I'm just riffing with people. And like, that's the best time that I have is I'm being authentic. And so uh, too often I'll find myself slip into the like, man, I just have to come into work and be this serious guy all the time and like check the boxes and do, do, do. And yes, that's part of it. But like I can do that and have fun. And so like, yeah, it's just a, I mean, it rips me to my soul. I want to say like, that's just like right now, like I've solved everything else pretty much in my life. Like I've got the wife. It's great. Like, you know, I get to come home to her every day, which is super satisfying to have a partner. Basically, every day is a sleepover. It's so much fun. And and it's like, you know, I get to talk to her, obviously. You know, family's great. Good relationships there. But then, like, I need to figure out, like, where my next step is kind of thing. And so I know we mentioned it on the last podcast. Ellie, the wedding thing could be wedding thing is for, could go for Ellie together. I know eventually. she's she's got that covered. She needs to she needs to take take lead on that. Grab the reins and go. 
um, I'll support her the whole way through for sure. Um, and hopefully that'll, that'll allow me maybe a little bit of flexibility to, to do something on the back end, figure, figure out my next move and see where I'm going from there. I can see it. I can see you and Ellie taking that road. No, really like y'all two doing something together, helping other couples dreams come true. Would you, would you want to have your wedding planned by Ellie? Oh, that would be, and me. Nah. And why? Ellie? Yeah. Ellie. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yell this little spat about moving the uh, moving the chair back. Like, <laughs> moving the chairs like I don't know Noah I don't know if I want you there yeah right one chair's out of place well <clears throat> at that point it's kind of like and because I had a job and, and this one job was like 30 minutes I had this job for two days I was a caddy did I ever tell you this yeah you did yeah. so I was a caddy um, at this country club for two days I came in trained one day right and caddied obviously for this group of guys um, and was with one of the other caddies there. And the next time, I, the next day, I caddied by myself for a group of guys. I was caddying for one of the guys. And, and it was great because golf can be kind of stressful. When you're, playing, when you're playing the game, you're like, shit, I'm having a bad day. Like, yeah. This back nine is really getting to me or whatever. But when you're caddying, you get to have the love of the game and minus the stress of actually playing so you can kind of have fun in like helping to lift the spirits of the people who you're caddying for. Yeah. And it was a, it was great. I had the, I had the job for two days, got t- a couple interviews out of it because the guys were freaking like CEOs, CEOs of companies. Great, yep. And, and that was it. I never went back cause I ended up taking my full-time job with uh, Sherwin Williams. Yeah. But. Golf, golf. I, I wouldn't do golf if I was stressed and like see that as a, like a way to get rid of my stress that would cause me stress. But golf would piss me off. Well, that's the thing about these guys is they're in such intense high, like high levels of like, nee, 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 nee. like every day is just them getting pounded with just like inundation of information, decisions they have to make. And like, I mean, imagine it this way. Like, you're at the club with your guys. I say club, but you're at, like, the country club with your guys. Like, you're relaxing with them. Their, their lives are so stressful that they that their next least stressful thing is golf. golf. Can, I mean, can you imagine how stressful your life has to be for golf to be uh-huh. the next less stressful thing? That's crazy. Yes, golf is golf. I used to play a golf game on the PlayStation. It pissed me off. Like, I'd scream. Oh, what? The Wii? Oh, I was on the Wii, dude. No, it wasn't. It was uh, Hot Shots Golf. Hot shots golf. Yeah. Anybody else who played out there? Send us send us some stories of you hucking your remote at the TV because you were frustrated. Because I know I almost did quite a few times. I have multiple times. Many times. Yeah. <laughs> well, that kind of brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for tuning in um, and and just riffing with us. I know we like to talk about a bunch of random stuff. Um, obviously, this episode is fear. We went in a lot of different directions, but if you have any ideas for topics in the future or you know stories that you want us to read on the show, feel free to send them in. We'd love to debrief, talk about them, and, and, uh, and of course, give our two cents of unsolicited advice. Unsolicited advice. I yeah. like that. You know, I mean, they'll send it in. We'll give advice if we want to, and we'll talk about it. Whether you take it or not, that's on you. That's on you. But thank you for tuning in. Check us out, mancardpodcast.com. Uh, our socials, mancardpodcast, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, and check us out. Uh, send us an email, mancardpod at gmail.com. And we look forward to seeing you at the end of the week. Bye.